1: Now I did and told y'all to mind y'all's business and yet you continue to show up in my business over and over again. I don't know if you are minding my business or I am putting my business out there, but some kind of way it keeps on happening. One thing you got to know about Woman Evolve is that we are heavy on sisterhood. So it's technically not a violation when you mind my business because you're my sister and I want you to learn the things that I'm learning and to be exposed to how I've grown and changed over time. Whether it's newly formed friends from conference or tour or even in our book club, we literally like don't play when it comes to sisterhood. And because I am the fearless, fearful, sometimes depending on what day it is, leader of this movement, I wanted to demonstrate revolutionary sisterhood in my own life. Today, I am going to introduce you to the biological mother of my bonus children. Her name is Lori Roberts, and she is a woman of many gifts and talents. She's incredibly kind and sweet. And over time, we have learned to really not just do life with each other, but to love one another, to like one another, and to honor one another. I know that this is not every bonus family's testimony. Maybe you're in a situation and you're like, man, I wish that I could have a better rapport with the biological mother of my bonus children. Or maybe I am the child of a blended family and have experienced trauma as a result of the blend. Or maybe your story is like ours and you found a way to harmony. I hope that this echoes in your heart and allows you to remember that it is possible to blend a family without losing yourself, without losing respect, and while maintaining a safe environment for your children. So let's dive into this incredible episode with my baby mama, Lori Roberts. It's time. It's happening.
2: It's. It, this is happening.
1: This <laughs> is happening. <laughs> So, we have had conversations via text message about Mm -hmm. the dynamic of our relationship and sisterhood, but I don't think we've ever spoken like voice to voice, face to face about Mm -hmm. this transition. I feel like part of what makes blending of family so challenging is that there is a grief connected to the fact that you are having to include someone into your life who was never a part of the dream, right? So Mm -hmm. when we plan our lives out and we have this like happily ever after in our mind, and then we go through life, we experience a divorce or a breakup or whatever. In order to dream again, you have to consider that this next dream may have someone else in my circle and in my family that is not necessarily someone that I get to choose but is someone that I have to do life with and I feel like right. we have found a way to do life with each other mm-hmm. but it wasn't intentional okay so I won't talk about it <laughs> I don't want to talk about it <laughs> Because, you know, like for those of you who are listening or watching, you know, if you all see this, there's a strong possibility that the only people (laughs) listening or watching are the people who are right here because we don't know (laughs) if we're going to air this. But just in case we make it like I can say for myself, but I want you to speak and just give me your thoughts and feelings about us in this conversation. But. I did not go into it thinking like, I'm going to be a sister wife. Like I am going to just love whoever my husband's ex-wife is or ex-partner is like, I am just going to love them and we're going to figure it out. Like I did not go into this like blended harmony, rainbow family situation in my head. It has Mm -hmm. turned out to be a beautiful journey, but I can't say that I went into it thinking that like, I'm going to try and boss up and be the bigger person. What is your experience? been
2: yeah no that wasn't mine either yeah um I think over time you know because initially on on my end of the spectrum I'm going into it hurting because like, you know I have to adjust to you know my children uh having another woman in their lives and me being like kind of out of that dream you know now and so I didn't I didn't really think about it that far where it's like, "Oh, I'm going to, you know, just start loving on this person and just be, you know, arms wide open and accepting." Like I didn't go into it like that. I think I had like that tunnel vision for a while where I was just in that place of of hurt, but I think as time progressed, I didn't want to feel that hurt anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to carry um, any negative thoughts or feelings or um, ideals or anything. I didn't want my children to experience any of that coming from me, you know? And so I think that's kind of over as time passed, I was like, let me, let me get it together. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> let me just, you know, open up and kind of let's see how this will happen. You know?
1: That's so funny. You said like, you being out of that dream because Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't feel that there was like a new dream taking place like I felt Mm -hmm. like an intruder like Mm -hmm. I felt like I had especially for like the kids and I think for yourself as well because I'm a woman and I get it you know like I felt like I have and I think also okay so this is further backstory like I'm from Texas I moved to Los Angeles I have Mm -hmm. like a couple friends here but it's not like the community that I'm used to having and then I've inserted into a community that is still grieving your absence your presence like not just the kids the (laughs) church too you know like and she's so sweet and she's so kind and like I'm like Lord Jesus was she passing y'all candy out like what was (laughs) (laughs) was she doing (laughs) like and they were (laughs) mad that I was there and I felt like this Mm. it's almost like feeling like you took someone's space but didn't measure up and so I never felt like here I am living out a dream I'm like almost feeling like an imposter like I'm the one that no one wants around every Sunday the kids are Mm. coming over like we had we we you know weren't it's not like we just connected in this family sense immediately I think we loved and liked one another but now when it's time to like live together like did you do your homework and here I'm making dinner and it's like my mom doesn't (laughs) make it this way and we don't eat that and so it's like
2: you're you're not you're not giving Lori you're not giving Lori (laughs) oh Oh my gosh you know what and it's so funny to hear the other side yeah you know what I mean because you so often are just thinking about what you're experiencing and not because you know hearing you speak your other side here and my other side of that is thinking oh this person's coming in and taking your place Mm -hmm. and you know and you know for me it's like yeah i you're, you're, you're Sarah Jakes, you know what I mean? So it was like, there was another level, you know what I mean? Of a person coming in, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And not saying that like to diminish who I am or anything, but it, you know what I mean? No, there I was, get it. it like being
1: honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: So, so for me, it was like this person is stepping in and it could be perceived as, Oh it was a level up, you know what I mean? And so for me, it was like, then it made me feel like you're over here, you're over here feeling like, Oh, everybody is hating on you because you're, you know, coming into this place. And I'm thinking, Oh, this person with this name has come in and is like, you're, you know, bye Lori. You know what I mean? That's how I was feeling, Yeah. you know? And it's so it's, it's, it's crazy how, both sides of the coin are feeling something completely different, but it's valid, you know,
0: yeah. either way.
1: Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. A few years ago, I had several speaking engagements back to back and it all became too much. I felt overwhelmed and I could tell that I was mentally fatigued. Your girl was burnt out. One of the things I did to get myself recentered again was speak to a therapist. It feels good to express my emotions and thoughts. I could feel the weight of burnout slowly lifting from my shoulders. I'm a huge advocate for therapy and I believe BetterHelp is a wonderful resource to get matched with a therapist that can meet your needs. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com/evolve. That's better slash l p.com/evolve. I think that like I cannot over over overemphasize how irreplaceable you are Mm -hmm. like you are simply irreplaceable. And I'm telling you, based on someone who has adjusted into a world and a space where your presence was very much so necessary and important, like you just, you're irreplaceable. And I think that one of my greatest, maybe battles and coming into the city and coming into the church and coming into the children's lives was just feeling like there's like I just am not going to find a place to fit and I mm-hmm. think a part of it which like I want to break that down a little bit because I don't want to just move past it because I feel like there are people who experience blending a family and
2: yeah.
1: like that idea of like I'm not going to fit And this is not going to work. And like, who am I now? And does my identity matter? Like, I don't know. It's just hard to, it's hard to maintain the love that you have for yourself when you know Mm -hmm. that you are not being loved in this space that, that you're in because Mm -hmm. you don't measure up and, um, I think that what I had to learn was that, like, I was not trying to imitate or mirror who you are. Like, I had to trust that, like, what I carry, you know, it may be different, it may not be. I can't sing. I'm never going to lead the worship team. Listen, and I ain't going to be up there tearing up the microphone like you do. You know, like, I'm sweet, you know, but I'm also quiet, and I can come off as, like, reserved and not very outgoing, Mm -hmm. but, like, this is who I am and trusting that I would find Space and connection based off of my authenticity without hating the fact that I wasn't you. And Mm -hmm. I think that, like, when you're blending a family and you're having this dynamic with the other woman, another woman, you know, that you have to, like, really trust who you are and honor yeah. that other woman that's the part that's rough is like honoring mm-hmm. the other woman because it's yeah. almost like I don't want to betray myself by saying that like I see why everybody like her you know <laughs> <laughs> you know like whatever like yeah sure she's nice like cool okay mm, you do feel like warmth when she's around but like whatever
2: <laughs> I don't like the sun <laughs> <laughs> You know what? But that's so true. And it took me some time to really embrace our differences in, in in ministry and womanhood, whatever. You know what I mean? But to embrace and then love it, you know, like I love like you know coming to your conferences and 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 tour dates and things like that. I love coming to the house and just doing family stuff. Mm-hmm. I loved planning Rin's wedding with yeah. you and having some of, you know, experiencing some of those celebrations. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's, but it, 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 it happens over time, you yeah. know, as you just, I think you have to have an open an openness and a willingness, mm-hmm. you know, to, to just want to celebrate that person and be happy for them. And be, you know, it took a minute for me to, Um, no, we're just having a candid conversation for me to be, to, to me, to, to pray blessing over you guys, over the ministry. You know what I'm saying? Like that's real girl. I would have never, I could never (laughs) pray a blessing over your
1: ministry.
2: (laughs) No, because because only because you know, you're, you're hurt. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's you know unexpected. It's it you know it's just it's different. And so over you know it just kind of takes like a willingness and an openness to just say you know what God, this is what it is. She is who she is, and she's actually lovely. Mm -hmm. Like you know yes, you are nice. You are kind of quiet. You cook the, the roof off of, I don't even know if that makes sense, but you know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> I mean, but you, you know, and you've always been like, I remember one time one of my friends was like, so how is she? You know, I was like, you know what? I can't even not like her. Like, I can't sucks. not. Like, <laughs> like I want to, I know I'm supposed to, <laughs> you know, but I right. do kind of right. like her. <laughs> but she's actually like a good person. So I, you know what I mean? It's like when you, when you're open and willing to, just accept that person and accept the situation. I think that a beautiful thing can come out of it, and it has. You okay,
1: know? so how do you get there? Like, how do you get to the place where you are open? Like, where you are no longer angry? Like, I know you said it takes mm-hmm. time, but like, what what are you saying to yourself? What are your practices? Who do you cut off from your life? Like, who do you mm-hmm. include into your life? Because there are mm-hmm. some people who. Feed into the bitterness, they feed into the anger, right. and mm-hmm. you know, but then there are other people who call you higher, like, what is that environment? Because maybe there is someone that's like, "You know what? I'm too angry, I'll never let it go. Like I can't just accept that she's going to be in my kid's life, but like you were able to do that. How? Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> for me,: um, there was a few things, I think for me, and I don't know if this isn't in any order. Um, I don't like feeling angry and bitter. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I don't like the way that makes me feel internally. So for me, it was really seeking God, like for a a pure heart, Mm -hmm. crying out to him for a pure heart. Um, And number two, I didn't want to put my kids through madness, you know, I mean, it was already a transition and hard enough for them. I, I don't even know if I have fully discussed with them their experience, you know, we've had little conversations here and there, but I just, I didn't want to, to put another level of, of stress or awkwardness, you know, on them, yeah. you know, I wanted them to be able to experience love, balance, inclusion, um, and have a good experience as, as, awkward and rocky as it could be, you know, in the beginning. And so it was that I, I really wanted my kids to be happy. You yeah. know, um, I didn't want to add extra on them. And um, yeah, so it, it was that it was me not wanting to feel that that hurt and that anger, me seeking God for a pure heart. And, and then not wanting my kids to, to, To feel that extra, you know, stress.
1: I do think that that is one of the things that made us like overcome our own awkward discomfort dynamic is that like we really Mm -hmm. I think we all without having a conversation about it, we're like we want to make this the best possible for the kids like the best possible mm-hmm. outcome the best possible environment for the kids like you know we are not going to be throwing glasses mm-hmm. at each other I'm not going to roll <laughs> I'm not going to roll my eyes when you come in the room right? you mm-hmm. know and I think like mm-hmm. also I had to remind myself like even when I was like in different community you know where you guys were together as a couple and now mm-hmm. I'm like you know here's the new wife you know and you mm-hmm. know like okay here mm-hmm. I am is uh I had You're like to, yes, yeah that's me <laughs> no hey. hilarious is like when going out especially like to greater Ebenezer where like people maybe haven't mm-hmm. seen him in a long time and they're like hey sister yes. Lori and I'm like actually my actually name is no. No. <laughs> love Lori think she's great wow. um, you know cause wow. some of them are older and they just know Tere's wife right. is Lori but the right. thing is Tere had Stop. what had happened uh, was <laughs> so uh, uh, exactly but like I had to remind. Oh, no myself over and over again like that it is okay for me to um to to introduce myself into this new Mm -hmm, space mm -hmm. and to um be okay with people's reaction people's reception not being a reflection of my truth and I think I had to like really stay grounded in that oh do you remember do you remember the first time we met
2: yeah, at, it was at. Oh yeah. no, it was at the
1: funeral. It was at it? the funeral. Yeah, it was at yeah. the funeral. So Teray's father died yeah. when we <laughs> were still dating, and um, yeah, that was the first time we met. And it was. which, which you know, uh, obviously as Grandpa Simma passing is, you know, heartbreaking for a family. But Mm -hmm. I think that the blessing in it is that it also like we did. We couldn't cut a fool if we wanted to. Like who's going to cut up (laughs) at a funeral? Like like, who's going to throw shade at a funeral? Who does that?
2: Um, And what was going kind of just like,
1: here we go. I was going to say, like, what was going through your head when you knew that you were going to meet me for the first time?
2: Oh, I was nervous. I was very nervous. Oh, I was but I think that knowing because of the situation and knowing you can't cut up, yeah. you know, or anything, but I don't think I, I went into it thinking I was going to do that because that's kind of just not my, my MO anyway. Yeah. But I was nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm going to meet her. Like, Here we this, go. Is, this is the day. Here we go. So I wonder what it's going to be like. And I don't think it was I mean, you know, obviously, yes, it was it was awkward because, you know, it's the first time. But I think that it it went off well, like, you know, we embraced, you know, sorry for for your loss, you know, and it was just kind of like, okay.
1: I tell you what, I made a conscious decision that like. I I walked right up to you because I was like, listen. You did. (laughs) (laughs) You did. I did not want to, you know how you like, know you got to meet somebody, but you trying to Mm -hmm. avoid them at the same time. And I was like, listen, here we we go. Like, here I am. (laughs) Let's get it over with, you know, and then we got, Mm -hmm. we have the unfortunate reality that like members of the church, members of family are all present Mm -hmm. for our first time first time. We didn't even get to do it in private, like everyone is, I the wonder, kids are I there. Wonder if people were like, everything stood still when it happened. I, know, like, I can only lying. imagine, like, to be a fly on the wall. My mom was right. there. She, my mom was there, and she was like, "I got your back." I was like, "I don't know if I'm going to need it, but I appreciate <laughs> you having my back."
0: I love her. Oh my god, she's a little, a little
1: pint-sized thug. <laughs> but uh, that, I think that that really set like the foundation and then, you know, doing birthday parties and all of that. So I wonder, like, what is the greatest insecurity that you had to overcome when interacting with, like, all of us as a unit?
2: This just happened recently for me at the ripe old age of late 40s. Uh, Really, really embracing me and mm. my identity and who I am. The greatest insecurity was um, thinking that I had to be something that I wasn't. Like be, what am I trying to say here? Thinking that I had to like prove myself as this amazing woman mm. or amazing woman of God or, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that, where I can just settle in and just be Lori, God's daughter, you know? And so I think that for me, that was an insecurity is thinking that I was less than Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I had to overcome was thinking that you have this thought that you, I had the thought that I didn't measure up, you know, like I wasn't enough Um, and so you were the enough, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And just, so it made, I, I, it took work for me to get past that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm enough in me, you Mm -hmm. know, in who I am. And, um, so yeah, that that
1: that's comparison. I think that that's like, mm -hmm to refuse comparison. Because who Mm -hmm. doesn't do that? Like, whether you are blending a family or you're just ex moves on. Like, you sitting Mm -hmm. up and you looking at her like, oh, her butt is a little (laughs) bit bigger than mine. Oh, oh, she went to college. (laughs) She got a degree. (laughs) Like, oh she know. Big words. Like, that comparison Mm -hmm. of, like, what does she have that I didn't have? And it takes Mm -hmm. a lot of work to really feel like, you know what? At the end of the day, it, it didn't work, you know? And it Mm -hmm. wasn't about what I did or did not have. It was about us not, you know, being destined to be together in this season of our life. Absolutely. I have to tell you, like, that insecurity of mine of, like, me, like, trying to fit into a picture that I wasn't, that didn't start with me or to fit into Mm -hmm. a storyline that I wasn't supposed to be in, that narrative was, like, it was both like, I think I, be- I felt both insecure and like a full circle moment at the same time. I don't know if that even makes sense. But when Wren got married, because, um, you know, you and Teray walked her down the aisle. Mm-hmm. And yes. that the image of you two walking your daughter down the mm-hmm. aisle felt like this is, this is probably what the dream was, oh. you know, like this is how I think, you know, in my head, at what I battle is like, this is what it was supposed to be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, this is what Ren wanted. You know what I mean? Was this mm-hmm. idea of my parents being together and walking me down the aisle. Mm-hmm. And yet, also the full circle grace in that, like, but I'm standing here, and she went mm-hmm. to like great lengths to to make sure that everyone. She went to great lengths to make sure everyone there was an equal balance of everyone's presence. Oh, my <laughs> that's, that's, that's that child. Yes. That is <laughs> real. She's like, listen, everyone's gonna play a part. There will exactly. be no division. But uh, that exactly. that moment of seeing you all together, mm-hmm. it feels. What does that feel like for you? Like, is it as challenging or I don't know. What is that? As far as like seeing like, yeah, like you guys are walking her down the aisle, you know, Mm -hmm. as mother and father. And like, Mm -hmm. but here I am at the end of the aisle. Like, did you feel that blended family tension? I did.
2: Yeah. I didn't feel any tension at all. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful to me. Yeah. Like here, because, you know, it's like she has all the the parental figures that she loves right here. You know, you're standing at the end. You know, watching her us walk her down. I, you know, I'm walking my baby down. Her daddy is walking his baby down, and we're walking towards her madre, who is then going to, you know, marry her, you know, her and her dad. You know what I mean? It was just, it was beautiful yeah. to me. You know what I mean? And I couldn't think of a more beautiful blend mm-hmm. than what we have. Because I, you know, it it takes work. You know what I mean? It takes that opening and that willingness, but it's so worth it. You know, it is so worth it. And just to have that, it was beautiful to me. I was on cloud nine, you know. I was going to
1: ask you, do you have like a first memory of like this being like, okay, this is revolutionary. Like we out here doing stuff that like, we need to tell people about.
2: Um, I think it was when we had a text conversation. Um, and we were able to laugh at some of our our foolishness in the beginning. <laughs> that was kind of internal foolishness, right. you know what I mean, in the beginning. And I think it was um, when I <laughs> when I was able to tell you about the cookie story.
1: No, well, you brought it up, so now you got to tell everybody. about it. Look at you out here talking. <laughs> now you got to tell
2: everybody about the cookie story. <laughs> so my foolishness, okay. <laughs> So this was in the beginning, This was the very beginning. You guys were still dating, and um, and the kids had brought home some chocolate chip cookies that you made, right? On a nice plate. It wasn't even on a paper plate. It was on a real plate, and everything. They brought those cookies home, and then I think they left to spend the weekend with Teray. I looked at them things. I said, they are not going to stay in my house. These cookies not staying in my house. The plate ain't staying in my house. <laughs> not the plate. None, None, of- <laughs> None of it. None of it. No not only are they going in the trash, they're going in the trash outside. <laughs> <laughs> outside in the trash. <laughs> you know what's hilarious is you told
1: me that story, but I did not tell you, I think the first year that we exchanged food for Thanksgiving, right? Cause it's like, listen, mm-hmm. we mad, but we ain't mad enough to cook all this Thanksgiving food ourselves. <laughs> <Right. so. laughs> like, What you making? I'm making. Bring that peach
2: cobbler. You bring that. Uh, exactly.
1: Pie. <laughs> so I've been hearing about your peach cobbler over and over again, He was just talking about your peach cobbler. And I'm pretty sure this had to have been like our first Thanksgiving together. And Mm. I was afraid to eat it. I was like, I'm going to eat it after the kids eat it just (laughs) in case she's trying to take me out. I don't know about him. (laughs) And you know what? The kids ate it and put that ice cream on it. And I said, I know she's going to kill her kids. She loves them too much. And then I just ate the peach cobbler. And now I'm just going to eat it. I don't have a holiday without the peach cobbler. So if you're trying to sneak attack me, you've laid a good foundation because I'm. (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna eat the whole thing (laughs) keep going in
2: (laughs) yeah now it's you know and see and that's that's the beauty of it you know that we can get past those awkward thoughts and feelings that are ridiculous but Mm. they're real yeah you know they're real nevertheless
1: And I think it's important that we talk about it because I feel like the spectrum is either like, you know, oh, we blended our family and everything was so easy and whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. Or then there's people that's like, Mm -hmm. we cannot be in the same room together. And it's important to know, like, there is a middle ground. Like, Mm -hmm. you are going to have moments where you feel insecure, where you Mm -hmm. wonder where you fit in the picture, how you fit in the picture. And then there are these beautiful moments where you look at the person who is in your life who was not necessarily a part of your dream and you mm-hmm. thank God that your dream is different than his plan because I am so mm-hmm. grateful that you exist like when Taya first got sick before I went down too. like I'm like mom alert like what can I do for your baby like right. what can I do <laughs> to make her feel better and I'll tell you another thing even when we first got married and I moved to California and Isaiah mm-hmm. was still in school like you know Tere didn't have like all the information that a mom needs in order to like like mm-hmm. where are the doctor's appointments like who are the teachers right. what time does homework need to be finished and so we had mm-hmm. to overcome in yeah. order to to have those conversations and I'm just I'm grateful for for your presence and your existence
2: thank you I'm grateful for yours too thank you and I, you know and for and it's not always a situation where the the woman that's now coming into your kids' lives is going to love on them, Mm. you know, and you feel safe as their mom, you know, you feel safe with how that other person is going to treat them and Mm. actually love on them. And when I tell you my kids love, they (laughs) madre, they do, you know, and, and I, and I see why, you know, because you, I mean, you love on them like they're your own, you know what I mean? And, and for me, I'm super super grateful for that. Like I couldn't have asked for it to be a better situation because you love on my kids, you take care, you hang out with them, you make them laugh. you know it's just it's i'm I'm very grateful. I really am.
1: Okay, so I hate to interrupt all of this good conversation, but I wanted you to know that I want to talk to you too. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your thoughts and opinions. You can send me your application, your video to be a co-host to podcast at womanevolved.com. Let me know what it is you want to talk about, why it's important to you that you be on the podcast. Maybe you're like, girl, I am not going to be on anybody's podcast. I don't do talking to people. First of all, this is a sign, overcome yourself. But if not... You can send me an advice question, podcast at com. Okay, let's get back to the podcast. I was going to ask you, because I think that's another thing that makes the blended family situation difficult is like someone coming into the picture who may have a different parenting style than you do. So Mm -hmm. how do you come to a place where you're able to, I don't know, like, even though that that, even I may do things that aren't in line with what you would do with the kids. Like maybe I'd speak to them differently or treat them in a way that you wouldn't treat them. How do you give that person room to like create their own relationship without talking badly about them, like to the Mm -hmm. children? Could you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Um, I think, sorry, there's background noise. I think that, um, Having having conversations with the kids about how they here's the thing because I I could already see that you were a wise person you know and so I think that them coming to you for advice or or um, help with anything I trusted that the God in you was going to uh, give them you know the right advice or or things like that. But I, and I think that still keeping that open line of communication with, with them and then how I parent um, is important, but I think that there is room for other um, ways of doing things. Yeah. There's room for other uh, ways of seeing the things. And I think that that kind of adds value and a well-roundedness to mm. The kids where they can have more than one person to talk to. Maybe I, I hit a spot that um, that they need and then there's something that you bring
1: yeah.
2: that they need, you know. And so I think that it's even fuller for them, you know, to, you know, when they're dealing difficult situations, they've got a plethora of people, yeah. you know, to go to.
1: That Okay, so that brings up another thing that I think is just worthy advice when blending a family. If you aren't careful, you will allow your hurt to show up in how the kids have a disagreement with the person who you don't like. Like, I want to, you know, say this the right way. So Mm -hmm. if the kids are having an issue with you, like, oh, my gosh, Mm my mom told me I couldn't have my device and I had to do my homework. Like, mm-hmm. I have an opportunity in that moment to, like, side with the kid's anger out of my own bitterness and right. hop on the fact that, like, ooh, they don't like her or they found a crack in her armor and now I'm gonna be like, yes, I can't believe she did that. Or <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how dare she not let you have freedom of your electronics? Mm-hmm. Or you have an opportunity to validate that other parent yes. as if they were there in the room yes. because at the end of the day, making sure they consistency with the children and if we Mm -hmm. have an issue like we can talk about that as adults but I'm not going to allow the kid to be to reinforce a negative narrative about their parent just because I haven't figured out how to engage with that person now that takes Mm -hmm. growth because when you're Mm -hmm. insecure and you're uncertain when the kids begin to see that like oh maybe this person isn't so shiny there's a part of you that's Mm -hmm. like yes I've been waiting on someone to see it but the Mm -hmm. truth is that that doesn't serve the child and their growth and development either right have you ever experienced like well I was going to say what are your thoughts on that
2: no I completely agree with that and that's where you have to check yourself like even even if you don't agree with you know if I didn't agree with a decision that you made or that to made or whatever and I would have done it differently even if I have to check myself because I'm not going to go against what you guys are saying. first of all, like they live with y'all
1: so, now, so but it hasn't always really, been that way. You know, and they did too, not yeah. like coming to see us quiet as it's kept <laughs> quiet as it's kept. Well, we I'm going to drag them on the <laughs> podcast next. No, child. When we first got first of all, there's a lie going on. And I don't know if you heard this lie, but I'm going to fix it right what? here, right here for the world to see. There what was a is lie it? that I used to starve your children when they came to my house.
0: <laughs> Wait. Oh yeah. What? Oh, you haven't
1: heard this? Thank God they at least didn't tell you this. No, there's <sighs> when I first moved, someone in our family unit has has oftentimes accused me of
2: starving oh, them. Starving. Wait, no. <laughs> starving. What I did hear was <laughs> Uh, Madre and Dad would sneak off and go eat. Well, that ain't. Well, that we is don't have nothing to problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then we didn't have nothing to eat. Can I tell you? I'm uh, like, come on, y'all.
1: Nothing. No, no. And let me tell you something. Not only is nothing. it not true, it is it is a bold faced lie. It is a bold faced lie. We had crackers. We had tuna. We had cereal, and we had milk Wicked at minimum at all times. <laughs> I don't even know how we got there, but I just wanted to clear <laughs> oh, no. the air on that one.
2: <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay. But no, and but but it's very important to not, um, yeah, you don't want to add fuel to the fire. You yeah. just don't, like that's not, and that was always
0: <clears throat>
2: my, one of my main goals is make sure the kids are good, you know? And if, if there's something I disagree with, I'll, maybe I'll talk on the side about it, pray about it, whatever. But I'm not getting ready to add fuel to that, because that's not gonna serve them
1: any 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 good. Yeah, because so. people forget that when you add fuel to the fire, like you're in that fire too. Like it seems mm-hmm. like you're just creating some mess over at their house or you're drawing yourself closer to your children because you're bonding mm-hmm. over offense. But we're literally about to spend the rest of our lives together. Like yeah. that's what yeah. people underestimate when you're blending a family. It's not just until the kids get eighteen. Like Ren just got mm-hmm. married, she's well over eighteen. You and I are gonna spend the rest of our lives. Together, yeah. And I don't want to roll my eyes every time you walk into the room. I don't want to be upset. Don't. No, I just, I don't. I, don't, I can't. I want to roll my eyes that. over someone else. Like, I'm not saying I don't want to roll my, my eyes. eyes together. <laughs> <Right. about somebody. laughs> but like, why would we have to do it towards one
2: another? It's, yeah, no, I, I, I just, I, that was not, it just was not what I wanted. Like, I just, I don't want to live like that. You yeah. know, I want to. I want peace. I I love peace, happiness, laughter. Let's have some fun. Yeah. You know, it is a different dynamic of what we all thought it was going to be. But let's make it work. You
1: have you, OK, one more question. Then we have an advice question. Have you ever mm-hmm. had to, like, get someone together about our dynamic? Like someone who maybe came into it thinking like, oh, I'm a Roma. I, oh,
2: tell me about it. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> when Ren posted the picture uh, of Say Yes to the Dress, and it was you, me, her, and Taya in the mm-hmm. picture. On, on. So a friend of mine, Lord God, I hope you don't watch this. but yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, you Call know they're going to eat this up. <laughs> Ciao. She sent me a thing. She said, you better than me. I said, girl, I am so past that. Like, yeah. I don't have time or energy. Like, this is my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just... I'm like, why would I st- like, why would I still, it's been how many years now? I'm Eight. Oh, eight we, years. Yeah, we ate in it. Why am I still gonna carry that for eight years? Like, really? Yeah. But what, what, what is it that I'm still mad about? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's for me. It's like, what is it that you're still mad about? Like, and why are you still mad about something that happened eight years mm-hmm. ago? Are you still like, I, I don't understand. Like for, and that's for me. Like I, I'm not trying to put anybody down if they're having struggles with getting over something like, okay, but just put the work in to try to, yeah, you know, try. but I like, I don't have, what, if, what am I still mad about? You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I don't see what what's wrong with taking a picture with my, my baby, me and her Madre and her sister, when we went wedding dress shopping and I remember we had that conversation when we were at the wedding place That's I said, don't mad. feel like, you have to, like, take a step back, you know, when we're... This is Ren's... We're picking out her dress. Like, don't feel like you have to be in the background and you were like, yeah, because I actually was kind of feeling, you know, like, what, you know, how do I react? Yeah, no, you're her madre too, you know, and she values your opinion. She values, you know, your feelings, so...
1: And I love that you create that space because I was, like... I- you know Ella is six Kenzie is 12 and you know I think about like one day when they get married and when I think about it like I don't see you know this other person in the picture and I just wanted to respect the fact that like this is a moment that you've been dreaming of since she was in your womb right Mm -hmm. and I wanted to make sure that you got the fullness of that experience while Mm -hmm. also respecting the fact that Ren had invited me and so I did kind of feel like you know I'm Mom too, and I knew what that moment meant, and I and I wanted you to experience that. Yeah,
2: we picked that dress. That part too, okay? We picked that dress, and we didn't get enough credit for it. (laughs) She should have put a tag on there.
1: She's short. (laughs) Styled by. Styled by. It's not too late. (laughs) You already know how much your girl loves food and food loves your girl, okay? Not just any food. I'm talking about the good kind. Carbs. They love me back. They love me too much. I need us to break up. Thanks to Noom and their psychological approach, I have a better understanding of why I eat carbs and when. I love that Noom emphasizes progress over perfection because striving for the impossible can be overwhelming. Noom empowers its users to re Authentic to who they are. It is not a restrictive diet or strenuous workout plan. Easily fit Noom into your lifestyle and start building better habits for healthier, long-term results. Sign up for your free trial at noom.com/evolve. I've changed old habits using Noom, and I know you can too. The daily lessons and flexibility are my favorites. Start building better habits for healthier, long-term results today, and find out what you love about Noom. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Evolve. We have an advice question about blending a family and um, I, I'm going to flip it I'm going to flip it. So I'm going to ask it and then we'll flip it. Dear SJR and okay. the delegation, first, let me say I love you, SJR, and thank you guys. Is my big sister in my head. What's up? I am a 26-year-old woman who has been in a relationship for about five months. My partner is a healthy Christian man who is also a father of 12 of 12-year-old twins. Initially, I was very apprehensive about pursuing the relationship because I do not have any children and have often questioned my ability to mother because of my own mother wounds. Based on the current direction of the relationship, marriage is a strong possibility. I would love to continue to be in this relationship, but I am worried about becoming a stepmother. I want to grow to love them the way that God would desire for me to. My question is, how did you grow slash learn to love your stepchildren unconditionally. Thank you in advance for your advice. So I'm going to answer this question because I know that you don't have stepchildren yet, but we're working on it.
0: Yes, we are. <laughs> we are.
1: <laughs> but uh, before I answer, I want to know from your perspective as a woman who's had to welcome a stepmother into your life and into your fold, what are some mm-hmm. things that she can do in order to you know, create harmony or open communication and relationship with the biological mother of the children
2: well it sounds like since she's asking for advice that she wants that that you know what i mean so first you gotta want it Mm. you know you really really have to desire to have that harmony you know with the other person Um, i think if the other person is willing, you know, prayerfully, the other person is, is on that same page, you know um, you can have conversations about, you know, the kids, is there anything, you know, that, that I can do to be, to be more helpful, you know, and, the, and then I think just having that open communication with the kids to not trying to force anything, but just being who you are, you know, and having that open communication with them and establishing, um that trust with them I think will help the mom when she sees and she'll have to work through yeah she'll have to work through some things you know because then it it it's that part two where it's like oh they do like her okay so okay mm-hmm. so they like her mm-hmm. you know because there's that there's that part yeah. you know where you that you have to deal with um but I think creating that open communication and just being um inclusive with the mom mm. you know um hey we were thinking about doing you know this what do what are your thoughts on that is there anything that you know i could do to help them enjoy this more you know just things like that yeah. you want to include you know the mom in that i think
1: That's great. I love that advice because one thing that like, you know, you can come into one accord with as it relates to the biological mother of your stepchildren is like she's going to be a sucker for them kids. So if you Mm -hmm. show her (laughs) that you're trying to love those kids and protect those children and help her raise them in the way that she wants to raise them, y'all might Mm -hmm. not like the same music. Y'all might not go to the same places or shop at the same Mm -hmm. places like you may not choose to be friends, but you can choose to raise them children together and if you show me you're Mm going to love and protect my babies like I can get on board with that and I would just add as someone who's you know learned to love my bonus babies unconditionally that I would say like date them like date them the Mm -hmm. same way that you date your partner and take them to Mm -hmm. the park take them to the movies and then observe them don't try and force like are we going to connect is this going to be when we fall in love but give them space to like really be who they are and then love mm-hmm. who they are like I love the way yeah. that you pointed out what happened in this movie or I like their mm-hmm. sense of humor and you get to learn them and like them and then Fall in love with them the same way that you fall in love with a partner. So give them space to be who they are. Make a decision that is headed in the direction of love and then create experiences that allow that seed of love to be watered in the lives of those children. And you'll look up and you'll just be like completely, totally obsessed with them the way that I am with mine. So
2: (laughs) upset. I was going to ask you, though, like when when was that moment? I mean, I'm sure it happened, Um, you know, at different times with. With the three of them, but when was that moment for you? When did you realize That's a, that you this like, is a I good question? Like <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: You know, Isaiah was the nicest to me when we first got together. He was <laughs> just a gem. Thank you for all that you've done to pour into his life. Um Them girls was their mama's protector, and they was not like they would eat them cookies, but they was like still like I'm gonna eat these cookies, but Except it's not that. Oh lord, especially Ren. Ren, me and oh, Ren, yeah. it was probably 2017. When Ren and I, I, we were sitting out on the swing, and like Ren, you guys don't know Ren, but Ren is just not the one or the two. Like, she's just gonna <laughs> sit down and tell you how she feels. And oh, we yes. were sitting on the swing, and she was like, okay, listen, so like this is what my issues were when y'all got together. And you know, here are what some of my current issues are, and this mm-hmm. is also what I love about you, and I want to fix these issues so that we can learn to live together Aww. in harmony. And Aww. we were sitting, I always admire. Ren though, because Ren had no problem, you know, talking to her dad and communicating tough feelings and disagreeing with him without fear. And I was like, this is bad. And she is bold. <laughs> and I enjoyed that <laughs> for me and Taya. Taya and I, like, I always felt like Taya, uh, I, I shared this Taya, um, Taya reminded me of myself when we first got Mm -hmm. married. Um, And I don't know, at the time, because she didn't know me very well, that didn't necessarily come off as the greatest compliment. Because at the time, I was just talking about my story about getting pregnant at an early age. She's like, what? Yeah, she was like, "Mm -mm, you tried (laughs) it and no (laughs) man. So I think we had like a disconnect because I was, I don't know, it was just an awkward disconnect. And then I think we learned to... You know, live with one another, but I think mm-hmm. I think that Taya and I really started loving each other in Denver. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, because you know, yeah, moved to Denver. Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh gosh. child girl. God, <laughs> that was rough. I know that was rough. it had to have been rough. And then mm-hmm. you came and visited for Taya's birthday and stayed at the house because remember we were in a snowstorm and had a onesie. Yep. Man, we just yeah, trying we're to make departed. it work.
2: Painting. Yeah, that was fun. That it was, was fun, fun. We made it. We mm-hmm. made it work.
1: But it was we definitely did. Denver. Mm-hmm. How did um, Denver affect you? And then I'm finished. Then I'm finished. Ooh.
2: No, that was rough because <clears throat> I think it was maybe a a year before that, maybe not even a year before that, when they stopped living with me and then uh, moved with. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, we're uh, living full time with, with you and Teray. And then the move to Denver came and it, it was, it was hard because I'm such a, a hands-on mom, yeah. you know, and I had never, i had never been on my own before, yeah. truthfully, because, you know, I went from living with my parents to getting married, to having kids. To, so I had never just been by myself, you know? And so, it was really, really hard. And, but Ren, remember Ren stayed here yeah. for a little bit because mm-hmm. she was trying to be like, I'm not moving the you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then she couldn't see life without them with her siblings. So. <laughs> 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 so her siblings needed her. Yes. And it was really hard to see her go because I was like, I, there was part of me that was like, okay, well, at least I have one of them with yeah. me, you know? but to see then her go to it it was it was tough it really really was tough but, you know at the end of the day i said well you know you guys will be coming here you know to visit here in la and then i'm going to just make some trips out to denver and we just have to make it work again another new normal even yeah. though it was only for a year praise you jesus thank, thank but- you <laughs> <laughs> But
1: uh, what did yeah. you learn about yourself in being stripped of you know the title of wife that you had and then mm-hmm. mother in the way that you were used to mothering mm-hmm. like what gift what hidden gift it was there a hidden gift that existed in that solitude that you're grateful for in hindsight
2: Um I learned that and I and I don't even know if at that point I learned because at that point I was in a relationship mm-hmm. you know but so I wasn't completely alone right but it was still a different uh dynamic because my kids were gone yeah you know and so I think for me it was just learning to let go of that Uh, I don't want to say responsibility or that feeling Mm -hmm. of I needed to have my kids in my life in order to feel like a whole person, you know, I needed to, you know, have them there with me in order to be a whole person because there's, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not, Lori is not just a mom, you know, Lori is Lori, Mm -hmm. you know, and what is that? Who is she without, having the responsibility or the commitment to having her kids with her all the time you know and so navigating through that and I'm still navigating through that now because now that I'm not in that other relationship and my kids aren't you know I have one that's married and you know the other two still don't live with me and so it's even it's so wonderful right now being in this space where I am where you know my kids are grown I'm you know, single, very, very single. Very if anyone <laughs> is
1: listening, we we gonna have a wee T V show about Findal Laureate Man for another time though. <laughs>
2: for another time. But it's a wonderful space um to discover who you are just as you, not the the title of being the mom or being a wife or being the worship leader or mm-hmm. just Who are you? You know, um, those things, yes, encompass you. But do you need to be identified by any of those things to feel like a whole person? And that's where um, I think that that's where I'm at right now.
1: Well, I can tell um, in the eight years that I've known you that you're definitely like in your best season yet. Um, yeah. You're full of so much joy and light mm-hmm. and confidence and peace, and I just look forward to to being in your corner as things grow and evolve. See what did? I see, hey, I did. <laughs> I see how you did that there. <laughs> yes. uh, we survived. We did it. We did, it, girl. We, we did, did it. it. <laughs> <Okay>. China, <laughs> she said. China did it. <laughs> no. <laughs> this was great. I love you. Thank yeah. you for doing this Thank with you. me. I love you too. And you know what? I love you and
2: I like you.
1: Ooh, you know what I, I mean? Like you can
2: you can love somebody and be like, cause they're my
1: family, but I love you and I like you. Same. You're a good person. Thank yes. you. So are you. This so are you. I'm gonna get the footage, I'm gonna send it to you, we're gonna play Girl. it, and then we're gonna decide if anyone ever sees it. <laughs> but right now you think they're gonna see it? You think they got a chance to seeing in this? I, I I think they got a chance to. (laughs) Okay, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Man, listen, we made it. <laughs> we made it. You have no idea how much we have been texting about this. Like, are we going to do it? How are you feeling about it? You nervous what you want to do, but we made it. I hope that our story, our transparency and vulnerability was helpful to you on your journey. I love having conversations that help us all to grow. And to be honest, I'd love to have you join me too. But you got to be honest. You got to be transparent. You got to be vulnerable because that is the only way that we feel seen, connected, with and then challenge to grow. I know you have a story to share, so I'm inviting you to be my next co-host. Email podcast at com with a one to two minute video about why you should be on the show, or you can send me an advice question that you'd like me to answer. Either way, I want to hear from you.
2: Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is Amy Brown from 4 Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually